Welcome to National Lewis University's Discover You. I'm Keith Baltimore. You might be surprised to know that there are many societies and organizations that are exclusive to only black people. In this episode of Discover You, we're going to be talking with members of one of the most prominent and well-known societies or organizations in America, Alpha Phi Alpha, a Greek fraternity that has been making big changes and creating incredibly successful black people for a very long time. They're gonna be sharing with us some things about their organization that you probably didn't know and give you some tips about how to join if you're interested. Cool, what's up everybody? My name is Julian Fort. Um, I crossed Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated uh, March 12, 2017 um, at Columbia College, the Omicron Xi chapter greatest chapter ever but you know that's neither here nor there okay my name is Damari Roberson Nettles uh I was inter uh, initiated spring 20 um I am Deuce Anchor um of Omicron's Eye Chapter uh, my name is Deshaun Wilson um <clears throat> a spring 14 initiate of the Omicron's Eye Chapter of Alpha Phi Fraternity Incorporated my mother uh when I first told her I was interested in Greek life um she knew I was interested in Greek life since high school um, but when I told her that I was really pursuing, she thought I was pursuing something that is a cult, that is demonic. Um, and I had to explain to her what it is. And I like, and breaking it down to where we came from of uh, being a, a, a social group on Cornell's uh, campus and just holding brothers accountable. And that's like, like I had to break it down to the simple fact of that. She didn't like that there were secrets and, and things like that, but like there's, I told there's really no no secrets, you know. So I like go into that, you know, you got the church people that think it's a cult, and that is demonic, but it's not. Yeah. So yeah. I can I can answer that one. I can answer that was that was a good transition, Julian. It is, yeah, and I, I would say with that, like you have to you have to remember that truth. Truth be told, from a spiritual standpoint, uh, and for those who don't know, I'm, I'm currently getting a master's in worship, so we talk about a lot of stuff, right? Um, so I actually do care. I'm a Christian, have been for years. I love Jesus to death, and I am an alpha for her heartedly. I know a bunch of pastors who are alphas. And the thing is, is something like this. We can make anything cultish, anything. Us playing video games can be cultish, depending Very on true. what you about it. So. Yeah. Like you see people that like leave orgs and talk about all these dark stories or whatever like that or whatever. But a lot of it has to do with why are you joining in the first place? Right. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you join for the right reasons, there's nothing cultish about it. Alpha can be a compliment to you. Greek orgs can be a compliment to you. But Greek orgs are not meant to be who you are. Like I am an alpha because I was an alpha before I was an alpha. I'm a leader before I became a part of a group of leaders. You know what I'm saying? I don't join Alpha to become a leader. That doesn't make sense. Because then I, Alpha can't define who I am. You know what I'm saying? My organization can't define who I am. Like, none of right. that. And, and that's like, and I think that has to be across the board that like, as students are looking at organizations as a whole, whether it be Alpha, Kappa, Q, Sigmas, SG Rose, whoever, even IOTAs, you know what I'm saying? 
like what regardless of what you're looking at it could be the the social studies club at school like what makes things cultish and what makes things spooky and things like that is the commitment you put to it that changes you um so like i said um, so, like I said before, um, I was interested um, in Greek life uh, since my senior year of high school. Um, I'm from Indiana, so Indiana is, there's a lot of kappas within the school systems. So, like, just learning about Greek life started there, and my quest for research started there. So, I knew that I wanted to be a part of something great, you know, and assist to be something great and also it was about it was about elevating myself you know um this, this may sound shallow but it was there there's a sense of belonging and the sense like of you know being elevated by the name as well finding out that one of the founders was uh one of the first registered architects black architects um within the united states or just within the world period um, connected with me really well because I wanted to be an architect growing up. And once I got into it, I was into it. I know for a fact there are people who are listening who are like, they keep, what is that? What's Divine Nine or what's D9? So break that down for us. The Divine Nine is a, a collaboration in a, um, a, a group composed of the nine main um, Black organizations, both uh, for women and, and men. Um, the divine nine is Alpha Phi Alpha, uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha, which is a, a sorority. Um, then you have Kappa Alpha Psi, Omega Psi Phi. Um, you also have Delta Sigma Theta. You have Sigma Gamma Rho. You have Phi Theta Sigma. And uh, you have Iota Phi Theta. And you also have Zeta Phi Beta. They got together because there were some issues that, that the, the creators of the divine nine figured out that we needed to tackle together and we needed to make some stances together. Orgs in general kind of usually have a, a general type of person that goes or general like, if you see like if you see a bunch of alphas together, you're like, oh, okay, those are alphas. If you see a bunch of kappas together, it's kind of- What distinguishes an alpha from a kappa or a Q or- So that, I like that question. That I do too. So alpha phi alpha is more your, Traditionally, Alpha Phi Alpha is usually known as more of like your nerds, like your your really smart black men who like really want to do a bunch of stuff. You see a lot and of alpha. You're going off stereotypes too, so we're going we're doing the stereotypes. 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 And and be but, and be careful. Be careful about the stereotypes. Be real careful about the stereotypes. You got to. You got to. Because of course, like it's not a one size fit all. But alphas are usually like your natural leaders. Like when an alpha walks in the room, like you know. <laughs> and it's not because I was like, oh, look at me. It's like, no, he, he, he carries himself differently. Like, who's that guy? Or, and they, they're naturally taking charge of things, right? Um, Cappers are usually known as like the pretty boys. Like, so they're usually the more clean cut in a different way. Like, cosmetically, like, whew. yeah. Smooth. And not that alphas aren't, because alphas are also known as smooth, but like differently. Like, you can, it's like a small, like little difference, right? Uh, Qs are usually your more rowdy guys. Um, cues usually become doctors or like gym teachers or other stuff. Um, but like, football coaches. They're, or football coaches, like they're usually the more route, like, let's they're, go. 
players. A lot of yeah. NFL players are definitely cues. Like they like in the sports arena, Michael Jordan's a, an omega. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of cues like in those kind of fields. Uh Sigmas are kind of in between everything, right? They're kind of like a blend of a lot of stuff. Um where like they weren't exactly probably alphas, but not exactly this and not exactly everything. So they kind of just came together and like had their They're own- a melting pot. They're like a melting pot, right? Um, and then I honestly can't tell you much about iotas, but most people can't. <laughs> if we're just being honest, and that's that's not to be shady or nothing like that. But yeah, so they're so they're, the, so they're the youngest. They're the youngest, and they they're... were founded like forty years after the last <laughs> DNI org before them. Forty. So so the stereotype will be more or less of the the different type of nerd. That's that's not the more studious nerd, but the nerd that's into, um, which just just any that anything that you can be a nerd about other than other than studies, right? So but that's, that's not to say if you're passionate about other stuff, like the other orgs don't fit you. But Iota Phi Theta is definitely the smallest of all the orgs, but they're also the newest of all the orgs. Too. You know, just to state the obvious, these are black organizations pumping out very successful people. So some would ask, well, why, and this again may go back to the history, why use Greek letters? I always seen it as like, and after reading the history book and things like that, I kind of seen it as a Trojan horse. Like while I could completely do something completely new and change a bunch of things, I think sometimes in the 21st century and where we're at, we kind of, we're used to being able to do what we want for the most part. You know what I'm saying? And start new things. They didn't have those opportunities like that. And it was a much different America than what we are living in now, which still needs a lot of work, right? So imagine a hundred and what, 14, 15 years ago, <laughs> trying to do some of the stuff we're doing. This is pre-civil rights movement. Right. People getting hung for no reason. So if I'm, I'm already somewhere I'm not invited to, I'm at an Ivy League of all things. Right and I want to start an organization, I'm going to give something that people can swallow rather than trying to be something completely opposite that could potentially hinder our progress. I'm going to change some things on internally and our focus is going to be different. But the name itself may look like something that they can swallow a little better, you know? And there's some deeper things with that that we won't get into on this podcast, but you know what I mean? Yeah. And and you and it makes like like Joe said, it makes it more recognizable on campus as well. Cause you also gotta think about it. Like when you do further research, like we started off as a social club and we wanted to be more recognized on campus and also somehow get some funding on campus as well. You know, just being a part of the school officially. Mm-hmm. So um you can't be intercollegiate and not be a part of the school. You know? Yeah. So it was yeah. a big part. It was a big push to be a part of the school. So that was that that's another reason. But also you got within these within the Greek letters, just in letters in general, there are different meanings. So the letters aren't just letters. Black Greek communities started by by black folks. You know, their memberships are black folks. You know. You know, these they exist primarily or only on universities. So someone who's outside of this community might also ask, are they only for Black people? So this is actually even a debate within the Greek community itself. Um, so 
No and yes. So it was founded by black people. A lot of times we do have people of other races join. Yes. Um, more usually Latino and uh, Latina and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera even Asian. Um, so it was more for people of color. Yes. Um, but there are, of course, Caucasian people that do join black orgs. Um, and of course, as black people, like we do in a lot of things, we're all like, why can't we just have stuff for ourselves? Some people are like that and things like that. Other people are like, um, I personally don't mind other races joining. Um, I believe that in the upheaval and uplifting of our community, it takes everybody, you know what I mean? And that doesn't mean that we are multicultural, which Macaulay fully, because we're not. Um, we're going to always focus on African-American community and even help out Latino communities and you know whatever. But um, I also, would be mistaken not to recognize that there are some people of other races who helped us get to where we are now. Um, and if I ignore that history to say like, oh, only these people can do this because they, why they need to be in my stuff to, well, and if we're looking at the civil rights movement even, there, if it wasn't for some of our white counterparts, we wouldn't have ever made any traction. Um, some of those who marched with us and, and got beat with us. Like there are always people down for the squad. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I always like to take that and look at that. Um, but no, so essentially sum all that up, Alpha does, Alpha and other orgs do let people of all races in. But Alpha was made historically black um, and accepted um, its first white member actually here in Chicago in what, 1964-ish? Um, 64, am I right? Ah, my memory, I'm crazy. But 1964, Theta Chapter actually let in a, a brother named Bernard Levin, who was the first white member ever in the fraternity. Um, they actually have a brother now who is uh, Caucasian, who does a phenomenal work for the community. He works with St. Sabina. He's at all kinds of fundraisers, like like protests, the whole you dig. Um, so my thing is always, if you're of a, other, another race and you want to join Alpha, if you're, if you're really about the work of uplifting the communities of color, um, whether that be your community or somebody else's, uh, that's what you need to look at. For those who aren't a part of the community is, is one of the most um, highlighted or recognizable aspects of the Black Greek community. One of the traditions you all have is stepping. Can you break down stepping for those who do not know and maybe even give a little history? Well, <laughs> stepping actually originated in Africa. Um, and it was something that was brought over slaves would step and all kinds of things like that to keep in contact with the culture. One of the great things I love about, about Greek organizations is that they continued that, right? Um, one of the things that was a very concern, what was very concerning when in founding Alpha was there was um, people that were like, do we really understand ourselves enough? Do we have a culture ourselves to be able to found an organization on? The answer is yes, but we needed to keep some things that we had, right? So stepping, um, stepping allows us one because black Africans are always known for the rhythmic abilities, right? So stepping allows us to, to join a bunch of rhythms together to not only put on a show and entertain, but also to connect with our ancestors, to connect with our heritage and where we come from. Um, because without that, I mean, yeah, we may have some deeper meanings and stuff and things like that, but that's a public view of, of our culture. Um, one that depending on the chapter is kind of fading a tad, 
because you lose some people that actually know how to do it and you know depending on chapter size and things like that but mm -hmm. it is still definitely a big part of uh, greek culture there's a lot of strolling going on mount no now more than stepping uh, now explain the explain strolling what's the difference between strolling and stepping the difference would be that strolling is more dancing stepping is is it look is more rhythmic right so strolling we don't depend on our body movement to dictate what it is because there's music playing right strolling is what you do at parties um even events things like that we'll play some music and we'll dance to it right and we have a specific specific i said pacific sorry uh we have a specific um a routine that we come up with routine i hate the word but it's here routine that we come up with that we as brothers know together to put on something right and it's us celebrating with each other us um locking in and unifying with each other or whatever it may be um stepping is the same but without music essentially so our feet and our hands have to keep the beat and make the rhythm in what you're listening to. Tell me whatever you uh, can tell me about the tattoos and branding that that takes place. It's funny They're because to be honest, and I'll blatantly say this because I don't care. I actually wanted a brand. I don't have one. Uh, but <laughs> I was actually down for it. Uh, man, my brother Deshaun is shaking his head because we was talking about it. Like, oh, I kind of want to, you know. Um, but um, that's actually also stems from African culture too. Brands kind of replace like African tribal tats. Um, it's essentially what it does. Right. Um, people use it as like a way to show like I'm loyal to whatever. That's cool and all. Um, it's, it's optional. Like most orgs don't force you, not that I know of, because if you were forced, that would be hazing and we don't haze obviously. Um, so, but I know back in the day, people actually had to get brands, but like nowadays, like it's an option. Um, you won't really usually see Alpha with brands. Alpha doesn't usually brand. Down South they do, or I think there's a few chapters in Ohio that may. Um, but for the most- Ohio, Ohio still does. Yeah, I'm about to say, it's only a few chapters though. But outside of mm -hmm. that, um, you really only see Kappa's Q's and uh, Sigma's branding. Uh, Q's usually get the, the, the symbol of Omega either once or twice, depending on the chapter. Um, Sigma's get the Sigma symbol and Kappa's usually have a diamond with a K in it. Um, as their brand and they they each have different meanings behind getting their brand um, mm -hmm. and conversations and stuff about why this is whatever uh, most orgs don't actually want you to get your org tatted on you to be honest because that's branding you know what I'm saying not like the brand of the organization and you can't really control what the tat gonna look like so it's like mm, please don't you know but uh, a lot of, if you look at a lot of brothers, a lot of brothers do have tats that either relate to the organization, their line, their ship or a chapter or the organization itself. So mm. it's one of those type of things, but that's kind of like the, the thing behind it, if that makes sense. So tell us what is a line? <laughs> so a line is a group of people that cross at the same time in a certain chapter, right? Um, that is probably the simplest explanation. So um depending on region it changes names change um so most places it's called a line in like um the midwest for the most part you hear people say ship means the same thing um that has deeper stuff and whatever but um ship and line are interchangeable um but it's just a group of people that cross together in the same chapter crossing over yeah tell me, tell me what that is and what that's because you know um when when that's about to happen Oh, oh my gosh, when I'm on a campus and that's about, it's like, oh, there's some energy on the, around when, when yeah. that's about to happen, you know? So yeah. tell us about what that's like or what that is. Crossing is essentially being initiated, right? 
and having been initiated and you're probably about to probate. Like by the time people are like, oh, they're crossing whatever, that means you're probably probating, which means you're about to have your coming out show, lack of a better term, right? Um, but crossing for everybody else is just when, when, when were you initiated um, into the fraternity or sorority for that matter? Um, and then your probate is usually your celebration, your, hey guys, I'm in this now, you know? Um, oh, right. Show some information like, hey, I learned this stuff. Uh, I can do these steps now, I can do these strolls, whatever. Um, it also kind of is like an introduction to the Greek community for you. So like everybody who's Greek in the area usually comes to your probate and or, uh, yeah, your probate to like, you know, see who, who the new people in the yard. Oh, oh, so you family now. Yes. You know what I mean? And that kind of thing. And that's why like, it's one of those things like if you're imitating and nobody knows you, that's a problem because we know everybody. are you looking for in a recruit? For me, I care a lot about academics, a lot. So for me personally, if your GPA isn't so high, I won't recommend you. <laughs> like, because yeah, you GPA stuff. Like uh, when Demario was first trying to join, his GPA wasn't where I wanted it to be at. And I got in his butt like, bro, yo, what are you doing? Like, we don't know, no. He's like, yeah, I want to be an alpha. I was like, but you're not showing, like, you're struggling here in school. So how do you want to do this? But you're not handling what you already have. Right, um, because and you can know, I add on? Can it's kind of like he how parents. Me, quick. <laughs> well, I gave you what? He gave me. He gave me that push, and I just want to say dean's list. That's all I gotta say. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, he got a dean's list. Yeah, like he was dope. Congrats. <laughs> but <laughs> he just needed somebody to be like, bro, we don't do this, and he was like, you know what? You're right, and that's part of that accountability thing, right? Because uh, we would talk for hours, and I'm like, dog, what is this? Like we don't, your GPA, if, if it's not a three, that means we have more studying to do. Or I may not be in the right major because if I can't figure it out, if it's not gen eds that are the problem, it's my major classes, this may not be, need to be, this may not be what I need to be doing with my life personally, you know? Um, and that's just a me thing. I know some people struggle in school so I'm discounting some of that obviously. Um, but like, that's just, that's for me, right? But that doesn't mean I can't see you as a good member of the org either. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause I look for leadership. I look for, okay, cool. Your GPA may be whatever. It needs to be at least a two five to even, like for Alpha to even look at you. Your GPA may be what it is. Cool, great. What are you doing on campus? Because Alpha can't define you. And if you're trying to join Alpha to get something to define you, you're joining for the wrong reasons and I'm gonna stop you before you get it. Because realistically, if you're not doing any community work before Alpha, Alpha not gonna get you to do it then. Cause all that's gonna happen is you're gonna get your letters and then not go to any community service or any events and stuff. So like, okay. if you're not doing anything before Alpha, what makes you think joining the org is going to get you to do anything, right? Um, and I mean, yes, your in your your capacity for doing stuff and how much you do may increase. That'd be great. But like, if you've done nothing on campus beforehand, like that seems like you want to use Alpha as a stepping stool for social social you know for the social hierarchy or whatever you want to call it that that doesn't you know that doesn't really represent alpha well and it doesn't represent you well because you're worth more than that quality over quantity there's no reason to have 50 members on the yard or 10 members on the yard or whatever and ain't nobody doing nothing and ain't nobody like you know excelling that doesn't make sense you know right but mm -hmm. i have two people who are actually passionate about affecting the community and actually take care of their own business yes then i noticed that about you guys you guys are very picky if, if, that, if I could put it that way. You're very selective. How about that? 
selective is definitely a better <laughs> one firstly everybody doesn't need to know you want to be a part of whatever community but that's anything in life when it's their time to know they'll find out um two be straightforward with bros like don't hit a bros like oh hey uh, and then just kind of be like are they going to ask me about alpha like no we're not <laughs> like we don't know what you want you know so be honest be open and don't be afraid to talk to brothers like realistically bros are looking for people to join but we're also we're not going to chase you down one but two like be open and adamant about what you want like hey look man I, you know i want to see i want to ask some questions about alpha we're more than willing to answer questions more than willing you just got to take the first step to ask alpha had the table up and i, I walked over um you know i introduced myself you know awkward. or whatever very awkwardly so i'm an awkward person <laughs> he was uh, like uh, how how you doing? Uh, my my name is Demari. I was like, oh, what's up, man? Oh, uh, uh, no, no, nothing much. Do I, do I just kind of like sign here? Like, I, was, I was like, yo, sure. Like, relax, dog. And, <laughs> and let me tell you, I was so nervous. I called my mama before I walked over to the table. <laughs> I'm like, uh, mama, uh, <laughs> go in there, sign your name. You got it. They're like, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I definitely want to elaborate on just like you know, we're we're all everyday people. Um, and we all have our own personalities, you know, like I'm a jokester, you know, uh, I always find a way to make, you know, my bros laugh, you know, I'm always open to conversations as weird as they may be, you know, so it's like, we're always, we're just humans at the end of the day. And that's kind of something I, I would like you guys to just, you know, kind of know we're all humans. Well, brothers, I'm so glad that you guys were able to hang out with Nash and Lewis and discover you and tell us more, share with us a whole lot more about your your community, your fraternity. Um, uh, I learned a lot. I thought I knew a lot, but I learned a lot from you all. Thank you for having Thank me. You. On behalf of Thank uh, you. Thank you. my chapter, who is technically here, uh, we, we are excited for uh, the finding chapter at uh, National Lewis and what the um, the chapter we end up doing and partnering with National Lewis in any way we can. Thanks for hanging out with me tonight, guys. Definitely, anytime.